The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. All right, everybody. Welcome to a Friday edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Andrew, I may or may not write a column for Channel 4 about the LSU game on Monday, but if I do... I'm going to tell you what it is. I have suffered the Saints getting a Super Bowl stolen from them from the worst officiating call in the history of the world. I've watched the Astros lose four fucking World Series home games in a row, which has never happened in 150 years of baseball. I watched the Saints lose on the last play of a playoff game for the third straight year. I cannot have LSU <laughs> Lose Monday night. I ca- I cannot have it. That is that is too much sports sadness. Well, I told you about my son and how, you know, he basically said, you know, for for the first time ever after the Saints game, you know, he said it sucks to be a Saints fan, and he said, uh, you know, for the first time ever, there was he introduced some self loathing into his <laughs> life. He said, uh, he said, um, I hate my life. That's what, what about he said. Today? Right, right, right after. Is today the worst lost. day of your life? Yeah. <laughs> so um we're walking to the bus this morning and you know, I tell him yeah man you know I just I just really need I really need this LSU win I really need them to pull this off and uh he just kind of looks at me you can see it kind of the wheels turning you can see him internalize it and he just goes yeah you know kind of kind of like an exasperated like Holy shit! I need this too. So, <laughs> and, and, you know, it's like sometimes you know people they say one word, and, and it, it's almost like that they, they've just written a novel. You know, it's just like yeah. there was so much packed into that one word. But like it, to me, that kind of just said it all. That sentiment, like 
I need this. Yeah. I mean, and as far as the game itself, I mean, look, 2011 with LSU, they didn't have a quarterback. Alabama had one of the great defenses of all time. LSU did too. And LSU lost 20 to nothing and they didn't cross midfield and all that nonsense. But and, and it doesn't have it doesn't have any effect for the game Monday. But one thing I think that people are underrating is because LSU's offense, Andrew, was so bad in that 2011 game, even though it was a majority LSU crowd, they never could get they never could get going. They never could get any life going in that the stadium never got rocking because LSU couldn't score. And fans, we can say whatever we want. I like defense and blah blah blah. No. To get your crowd into the game, you gotta score fucking points, right? Even though the Saints were down twenty to ten, the dome was still rocking because everybody in the stadium was like, "We got Drew Brees. They can still figure this out. It's getting really late, but they can still figure it out." So for LSU, I think it's gonna be bananas on a level above and beyond two thousand seven or even two thousand three when they first won the title under Saban because Joe Burrow and that offense is so amazing, it's just going to make that stadium electric in a way that I think Clemson doesn't know what they're getting into. Yeah, why Why you got to cut me so deep, Ralph, and bring that <laughs> Alabama game back up? Why, why you got to do that to me? Um, seriously, it, as an LSU fan, and so I, I'm obviously I'm very much Saints 1, and LSU's like three. I, I leave two empty because I need space between the Saints <laughs> and everyone else. But I, like that. I put LSU <laughs> football at three, and I care a lot about it. I mean, I, it's nowhere near the level of Saints. Nothing is, but um, you know, I'm, I'm a huge, passionate fan. And um, you know, to me, it's one of those things where a lot of times when the Saints have been horrible, they've kind of been able to lift me up in the same weekend when they've had a big win or whatever. So uh, there, there's always been a little bit of a counterbalance there. And you mentioned that Alabama game. Was it, was it Jefferson and Jarrett Lee? Was, it, was that yep. who the quarterbacks were back then? Yep. So, I mean, you can't compare the two. I mean, Alabama was just so utterly dominant on the offensive line, on the defensive line absolutely mauled LSU in the trenches. They had no chance. LSU was so one-dimensional offensively. Jefferson couldn't throw the ball at all, and it was all about Fournette and handing the ball off to him and just trying to get yards on the ground. So it was a very one-dimensional offense, and quite frankly, in the trenches, they just weren't as good as Alabama. They didn't have the five-star super and in Alabama all those guys ended up going in the first round all those guys in the trenches were first round picks so you know the the difference between that and the matchup now when you talk about Jerb Burrow who is the Heisman Trophy winner is about to be the first overall pick you talk about all three of his receivers who are candidates to be first round picks all three of them and you talk about Thaddeus Moss who is Randy Moss's son for God's sake, and, and, and the running back who, who's probably at least in the mix to be a first or second round pick. I mean, Clyde, I don't know how, where he's going to fall in terms of his draft evaluation, but he's an awesome player. You look at the firepower on this team, and I, I don't know that, like, if you, if you put, and we, we always make this joke, could LSU beat the Saints? 
or could LSU beat the Cleveland Browns? Like we, or could Alabama beat the Cleveland Browns? It's always this thing, and everyone says you're crazy. But if you ask me, and I'm not even say beat, could LSU, and, and you know they would get killed in the trenches against any NFL team, but if you put them up against the weakest defense, could LSU's offense go down the field and score on a poor NFL defense? I believe the answer is yes. Now, they might have to play four quarters, but could they put a ball in the end zone on an NFL defense? I think Joe Burrow is that good. I think his receivers are that good. That's the kind of talent we're talking about. So, like, to me, when you reference that Alabama game where they were grossly overmatched, and from an X's and O's standpoint, LSU just didn't really have it, I I just think it's night and day. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I think you go into a game now where, quite frankly, Clemson's the one that's overmatched. I mean, Clemson... There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. They're good. They haven't lost a game in two plus years. Trevor Lawrence has never lost a start for them. The thing with Clemson, though, is their team last year was unbelievable. They had, I think, four, three guys drafted in the first round off their defensive line. Um, they have a great running back in ATN who was from Louisiana, but he was like a, he wasn't a super high recruit, and uh, LSU didn't get on him till late, and Clemson got him. But the thing about Clemson is, and everybody says, oh, Alabama moved the ball on LSU with, with Tua, and, and you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence is maybe better than Tua, or at least just as good. But the thing about Alabama, Alabama had four wide receivers that are awesome. Clemson's got two, you know? Uh, so I just think it's different. I don't think Clemson is going to get pressure on LSU. The thing is, Clemson's secondary. They've got some dudes that are going to be really high picks. They've got a safety who's amazing. I just think of it, Andrew, my only thing is with LSU, this entire year, no one has really hit them in the mouth where you looked at a game and you're like, oh, they're down 14-3. to Joe Burrow, you better get it together. Like, they've had moments where it's been tight. You know, Auburn, it got tight. Florida, it was tight. You know, Alabama got Texas. tight in the end. But you know what I'm saying? There was never sort of a crisis moment for LSU, even in one game. So I'll be interested to see if Clemson 
can do that to them, but I think it's far more likely that LSU does it to Clemson and hits them in the mouth hard early. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Well, I think when you play LSU, it's just a given that they're going to score. They're going to get theirs offensively. And you just have to hope that maybe you you always – I love the saying that you have, Ralph. It's falling ass backwards into a turnover. You know, <laughs> the, ball, the ball bounces weird or you're just laying on the ground and – you're like, oh, there's the football next to me. It's a fumble. I guess I can recover this. So, like, sometimes you just get ridiculous luck. Yeah. And I think Clemson is going to have to hope for that. Uh, they're going to have to hope that on third and two from the 11-yard line, they get a fluke stop, which forces LSU to kick a field goal. Like, that's, that's how they're going to get wins because LSU is going to make plays and they're going to amass yards, and their offense is just that good. Um, but I, I, I think Clemson has the firepower to – to do that too. Um, but I just think 
where LSU could potentially get in trouble is it is kind of what else what the Saints did this weekend, which is and it's a little bit different, but I just feel like LSU is so far superior to Clemson, and I feel like the Saints were superior to the Vikings that for the Saints to lose that game, it was going to come down to all their star players playing like shit and they lose the turnover battle and that that's exactly what happened in that game and they lost in overtime they barely lost right so i think this game when it starts lsu is at least 10 points better than clemson that's a given and so how they can shrink the margins is winning the turnover battle you know shrinking the clock um getting a fluke turnover here or there getting a converting a, a touchdown into a field goal which is what happened on the opening drive of the saints you know they, they get that fumble and then the vikings holding the three so like that that was huge that was a huge moment in the game um and i, I just think clemson's gonna need a lot of that to shrink the margins um because if lsu just plays the the way they normally do and the way they're capable of uh, i feel pretty emphatically that clemson has no chance i feel like clemson even though they're the defending national championship and they do their whole oh, little old Clemson, nobody respects us. I do think the one thing that's true about that is I do think Dabo Sweeney is going to play this game like they're the underdog in a sense of fake punts, fake field goals, onside kicks, very aggressiveness from Clemson is going to be there. Right, they're gonna play it like we gotta steal a possession here, we gotta steal a possession there. They're gonna play it like they're the underdog. So I think LSU needs to be ready for that. The one thing I was thinking, Andrew, before we get out of here, is you know we've said it. Look, the Saints, they only have one title under Sean Payton, but they've been incredibly unlucky, right? You know, yes, they've lost three straight games on the last play. They got fucked by the Rams in the call. The Vernon Davis game, that game was super close. Like they've, like a couple of. Uh, couple of breaks here and there and you're talking about two or three Super Bowls right yeah and they just haven't got it on the flip side man think about how lucky and fortunate LSU has been 2000 and first Nick Saban title they play Oklahoma they they squeeze by USC by like one one thousandth of a computer point right mm-hmm. to 2007 they get in they lose to Arkansas the final regular season game they get in because a two-win pit team goes to West Virginia Pat White gets hurt and West Virginia loses another team ahead of them loses and suddenly they're in they're in the championship game they're the first team ever with two fucking losses to play for a title it's in the Superdome they boat race Ohio State they get the trophy the only bad luck they've really had is in 2011 if Dan Bailey makes the kick for Oklahoma State it's Oklahoma State and not Alabama LSU would have boat raced Oklahoma State, and Les Miles would have two titles. But besides that, man, they get fortunate. You know, they get Joe Brady on a tran- Joe Burrow on a transfer. They get Joe Brady from the Saints. Like they've been very fortunate. Andrew, if they win Monday, it'll be their third national title with their third different coach. Like to yeah. make that many consecutive good hires of a football coach is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, it really is, and. You know, fingers crossed it happens, man, because I, I just think uh, what a big moment that would be for Ed Orgeron for the state of Louisiana and just the excitement that, that would surround the school, the, the money that the school gets to be able to kind of build off of it. Yeah. Um, so I really hope it happens, man. But 
No, I, it's interesting. I, all, everything you just said makes me think about the Patriots. You know, and what if, what if Vinatieri had missed one of those crucial kicks? And what if the Tom Brady tuck rule had been called a fumble? And what if Malcolm Butler, like what if the Seahawks had run the ball with Marshawn Lynch? Like instead of six Super Bowls, would they only have three? You know, and so when you talk about all those Saints games where it's just like near narrow losses, what if those had all played out just a little differently and we, it would have been three Super Bowls instead of one? So, you know, as much as we want to talk about greatness, there's a lot of circumstantial stuff that is yeah. completely out of Drew Brees' hands, completely out of Tom Brady's hands, completely out of Joe Burrow's hands. You know, there's a lot of dumb yeah. luck and occurrence. All you can really do is control what you can control, and the rest is kind of up to fate. So, yeah. uh, but you know, I, I think if anything, the the one thing that would make me nervous about this game is I think you're absolutely right that Dabo Sweeney is going to have Clemson in this game, much like the Vikings came to New Orleans. That hey, everyone's counted us out, no one's giving us a chance, and I just think that mental edge is a dangerous thing because you're going to have them come in there and you're going to have them thinking they have to prove the doubters wrong. Everyone thinks LSU is going to win this game. And, and you're absolutely right. I think Dabo Sweeney is going to come out swinging. He's going to call his, his crazy play calling. He's going to flex those muscles of X's and O's. Uh, and LSU is going to have to be ready for it. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. My thing with this LSU team as we get out of here is this is the greatest, most fun LSU team of my lifetime. It just is. Joe Burrow has 60 combined touchdowns. Their offense is insane. And if they can beat Clemson, they will be recognized as one of the great college football teams of all time. They they will be, Andrew, because they'll be undefeated. They'll have the Heisman Trophy winner. They'll have averaged 50 points a game. They'll have set all the SEC offensive records. Like They have a chance to be one of the iconic college football teams of all time. And I want that so desperately for them and as a fan to say, that was my fucking team. The 2019 LSU, I want to be able to argue in five or ten years that they were the greatest team ever, and I can't do that if they don't win Monday. So they got they got to win. Yeah, no, and and uh, you know I think defensively at times, um, maybe this hasn't been a great defense, but it's been fascinating to watch how they've been able to put it together these last four games or so. They're healthy, um, man. Yeah, they're healthy, and they just finally look like. They're playing complimentary football, and isn't, it isn't just about the offense. And I think they have a chance here to finish the season strong and make that case that they really are one of the best college football teams of and, all time. And I need Ed Ogeron to just stunt all over everybody in the post-game <laughs> press conference. I need, I need that. So, guys, this has been Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for joining us. This one was free. You should totally subscribe to this podcast. We're the number one Saints podcast on earth. Every day, we give it to you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you uh, Monday. Go Tigers. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.